everyone. Welcome back to the Little Things Podcast. I'm Bethany Warner. And I'm Rachel Hines. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to continue our conversation today about family contribution. Yeah. But I do think that everybody needs a, a word picture Yeah, because we are really close to Christmas, really close. And Bethany looks adorable today. She's got a little... Christmas kitty, what would you call him? Santa well, Santa Claus. Yeah. Look <laughs> He's not really happy about it. No, he looks he looks a little angry. He's no. wearing a Santa hat, he looks, which he's, he's taking his job very seriously. When I try and put a Santa hat on my cats, they also have this face. They do not like it. <laughs> we do try every year. He's very cute. Very cute. My favorite part are the um, earrings I have on are the they're homemade. You know, the little beads that you put on the tray and then you iron it? Perler beads. Is oh. That, I, I learned I that from Lily. I think that that's what they're called, but if it's wrong. And I they're gigantic. But and, they're super cute and, and they match the cat's hat. Yeah. So thank you. I hope that's not a distraction to you, Rachel, no, I, today. I love it. I've got a little bit of a raspy voice, so now I kind of want to sing the smelly cat song from Friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my voice is finally almost better. Mm. Yes, you sound great. You always sound great. I love your voice. But okay, rolling in to Christmas break, which is coming mm-hmm. up for everybody, and we thought, what would be helpful to talk about? Family contributions. Yes. Ooh, and I like talking about chores. And <laughs> do you, this is this is a hot topic for me because that is like cleaning and organizing and doing things in the home. Like that's kind of my sweet spot. I love it. It calms me. It relaxes me. But oddly enough, not everybody feels the same. <laughs> we, in my Bible study, we just studied Mary, Mary and Martha. Oh, yes. So we we're having that conversation of, are are you a Martha? Who can relate to the Marthas? And um, it's kind of funny because right. I feel like most women are like, yes. Like, am I a Martha? Well, I do really like to make lists. And we don't know. Really, Martha was just doing what was expected of her right. culturally. Yeah. She wasn't ignoring Jesus. She was doing what she was hospitable. Yeah. And that's what you were supposed to be in that culture, especially. And what Mary was doing was so wild and, you know, mm-hmm. unexpected. Yes. Yeah. My mom actually just got me. My mom, I have a lot of traits from my, my dad, but a lot from my mom. And one of the traits that I take from my mom is we can't keep gifts a secret. So oh, we, were, we were a week away from Christmas and we were on the phone last night and she said, so for Christmas, <laughs> I got you this wonderful um, Bible study and it's about Mary and Martha. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know who the author is, but I'll report back and let mm-hmm. you know. There you go. Maybe it's the same one you guys did. So this Bible study, the last session was on Mary and Martha. This is a little tangential, so excuse me. That's but this Bible study was so good. It's called Jesus and Women. And how they talked about the Mary and Martha story was um, at the end when Jesus says, there's one thing needful. And just hearing it in a not condemning Martha, but an invitation to come and sit yeah. with Mary. And, and it's okay to put that all aside. Yes. We don't have to do it all. And not like, Martha, figure it out. You're not doing it. You yeah. don't know. But no, Martha, come and rest yeah. and sit. And sometimes we are supposed to 
sit. I'm very excited because you also shared that devotion with me. And uh, is it okay to jump to the end? No. I love it. (laughs) I'm very excited. Yes, it's very good. Okay. Um, But we're not talking about sitting today. We're talking about working. Right. Chores. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to have our stern voices on for this. No. For any unit to work well, everybody has to be a contributor. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So how... How does that look for families? How could it look for families? I hate to say how should it look because every family is so different. Mm-hmm. Um, but how does it look for your family? How do you divide your, like you have a family of I'm trying to, <laughs> people? Of people. Cats. I, like, <laughs> I have a husband. I have a me. I have a little baby. And, two and we have a little girl. Yes. That is sometimes in our house. <laughs> I was trying to add up the numbers. And right. I, I didn't want to say three and a half because that's right. not right. But. So it is a, a fun and wild adventure. Um, I know we've talked about before of like just having to reevaluate every so often of, yeah. okay, maybe this has worked for so long, but now we need to um, jumpstart again right. and maybe redistribute chores. Like when I was... Um, the second year of our marriage, we moved to Lincoln and I was just working part-time and Michael was working full-time. So I did a lot more because I had more time. Yep. And then when we're both working full-time, what does that look like? It's time to shift. Michael's so a teacher. Not, yeah. In the summers, what does that look like? It should look different. <laughs> <laughs> it should look very different. <laughs> now we have baby and people at our house and it just, again, needs to reevaluate everything. So we all shift it again. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is your, if you could choose a chore that's your favorite thing, like if you're going to hand out responsibilities in the house and you have something that you're like, okay, I'm going to pretend I don't want to do this, but I'm grabbing this one. Mm-hmm. What is it? What, what, what brings you joy? I laundry. Really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I do not allow anyone else to do the laundry. I mean, I'll have my goal switch it from washer to dryer, but I like to fold and I like to put away <clears throat> because too. those yeah. are the worst parts. Bethany. I know. I'm so glad you are who you are. But I have a system, and maybe I don't like it as much as I know I have to do it or it won't be done right. That's not, (laughs) as I was saying, I'm like, wait, that's not supposed to be how it is. But, but, well, so another truth moment. We recorded this previously, Mm -hmm. just like we did before. This one, we didn't text each other and say, oh, let's delete it. This one, Deleted itself <laughs> somehow. We didn't press it a was, button, or we pressed too many buttons. We don't know. It was judging us, but yeah. so we had this conversation, probably very similar. I don't know. We don't remember what <laughs> we, we said. Don't remember what we talked about. So probably similar. But we did talk about okay, the reset, and okay, who is there? Somebody natural in your house that kind of takes over chores, mm-hmm. and you have to you have to make sure everybody is contributing and doing their portion. And I admitted I am that person that's a little bit crazy and I like everything, as you said, done right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but so I have to be very purposeful about making sure everybody has a contribution and I don't redo that. So we recorded how many weeks, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I will be very honest. We were having people over a lot of people over at our house and so we had just had this conversation about um, being joyful in your work, setting an example, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully we'll talk about this in a little bit. But I turned into the, whatever Bridezilla is for the cleaning 
organizing person. Mm -hmm. It was awful. Like I was in such a terrible mood in my head. Everybody did everything wrong. Our house was disgusting. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. And people, mom, what, what can we do to help? Or honey, what can I do to help? Nothing. It was terrible. I was so ashamed of myself. Even after we just talked about this mm -hmm. and I thought, oh, you know what? That reset, there's never any shame in saying, ooh. I need to be reset. Yes. Rachel, you've just listened to yourself say all those wise things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why are you doing this? It's so hard and it gets overwhelming. And the fact that people are asking me, what can I do to help? Figure. Yes. I'm, I'll say this when I had baby and newly postpartum and... You know, when you're f feeding your baby and it takes so long, I, like I just feel like I lived on the couch the first couple months. And um, our house is really small. So when I'm sitting on the couch, I'm like, I know I'm going to be here at least the next 30 minutes or whatever. And I get, just see all the stuff and I have nothing. I should just be looking at my sweet little baby, but I'm looking at all the stuff. Letting yourself get overwhelmed. And I, it stresses mm -hmm. me out yeah. and it works me up. And so Michael comes in. I'm like, could you just do a quick tidy really quick? And he's like, well, I don't really see anything that needs to be done. And I'm like, I see a million things that need to be done. What do you mean? But I truly believe that he doesn't see it. <laughs> he really doesn't. Well, and so much of in our families, we deal with different temperaments and different personalities anyway. Like just mm -hmm. with any, not just family contributions, but just in our daily life, we're, we're, um, weaving and bobbing. Or it's not even a phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weaving if, it's not, like, if it's not, I'm making it up. Yeah. Um, but just because of our different personalities, that's what makes us wonderful. Right. God created mm -hmm. us differently. But when you think about that, I've said that many times, I function in nothingness. Like I like yes. everything organized and put away. Otherwise I'm just anxious. Like I, I like my counters clean. I like my nightstand clear. I like the countertops in the in the bathroom. I do not want to see all of my um, my beauty tools. Mm -hmm. My beauty tools don't are not very many, <laughs> but I don't want to see any of them. My husband and my children, on the other hand, love to see their stuff, so they're not messy most of the time. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna put a caveat on that. Some, most of the time they're not messy, but they like their stackers. So they'll stack and they'll have things organized, but they like to see it and know exactly where it's at. And that to me seems like it's an affront to me. And, and like, it's, they're, they're trying to kill me. They're mm -hmm. trying to break my heart with other piles, but no, that's just their personality. That's how they feel comfortable in their home. Mm -hmm. And I'm the opposite. So it's understanding each other too, going, okay, right. How can we compromise? And so this is a really silly thing, mm -hmm. but I think has been really helpful for our marriage that when I'm walking around the house at night and I'm tidying and I am somehow putting away four different pairs of shoes of Michael's, I don't even know why you wear four pairs of shoes in a day. You only have two feet. And I pick up a shoe and I say... He's very dapper. So maybe just, you know... He's very... Fashion. He loves costume changes, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I pick up the shoe and I say in my head, this doesn't mean he hates me. <gasps> that seems a little extreme, but it, no, it's that's just great. And it resets your mind. Like saying that to yourself, it doesn't mean this is. Because when I am cranky and I want to, then yeah, obviously he is doing this on purpose and yeah. he has planted shoes all over. <laughs> no, he hasn't. No. He doesn't. That is not how he operates at all. And he really does not see the shoes really. Well, and, and how easy is it to do just the opposite? Just mm -hmm. like you just said, go to that negative um, 
self-conversation um, and be like, oh, oh my gosh, why doesn't he love me? Right. Is, <laughs> well, my whole family is out to get me. Uh, <laughs> and and so I just we ignore. Stop it with the positive. That yeah. is such a quick little flip switch, mm-hmm. switch flip. Yeah. Boy. <laughs> or some, yeah. My, my raspy voice, I think, hey, has gone to my brain too. We're doing great. <laughs> I was telling I Rachel, just, I am distracted from your by your cute little. You Christmas. can blame the cute Christmas sweater. I'm, I'm going to blame my very few hours of sleep last night. See, it's fine. We're a hot mess express, and we're doing the best. That's we can. what makes us delightful. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so Rachel, yes, you have children of multiple ages. Yeah, and grandbaby, well, and, grandbaby yes. and you've had children young in your house that have grown up. What have you done that has worked really well? in your house? Well, I've learned. Yeah. And what have you done that maybe hasn't worked well? That's, I think, I think that that's the grace we have to give ourselves too, is as we grow and as our kids grow, we learn things. Um, our oldest who's 26 now when she was little, um, my kids are so creative. They have such like little creative personalities. And, um, with her, she was always like, everything was out. She was pulling things out doing craft projects really young. Like she'd love to get scissors, but there was paper, everything everywhere. I often did not have her clean up her own messes. Mm -hmm. I would clean up or I would give her the directive. Oh, it's time to clean up. And then it was, it was taking too long or she wasn't doing it right. So I do, I'd redo it. Um, Oh, it's time to make your bed. And, um, and she would make the bed and Winnie the Pooh was laying on the floor, you know, instead of on top of the bed, you know, where the bedspread should be. Mm -hmm. And my, my smart mom told me one time, Jasmine was probably two. She said, if you're going to give her a job, make sure it's a job you're comfortable with her doing the way she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Don't redo it. That's that's Having jobs, having chores helps build self-esteem. Mm-hmm. If we're critical and correcting and redoing it, what are we doing to their little self-esteem and their independence if it's never good enough? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very wise. And then so I tried... I tried my hardest. That was super cute, Bethany. Trying to cough and not in the mic. Keep going. I I thought you were turning to roll your eyes. Uh, No. Okay. No, that is so true. But such such good. And have I done that perfectly? No. But I've also learned sometimes I avoid bedrooms because I don't. I do want them to. We want to grow our children to be contributing, um, productive, independent adults that are capable of caring for their home, for cooking their meals. And how do they learn that? Just like they learn everything else with experience. And mm-hmm. so if I rob, if I do it all for them, I'm robbing them mm-hmm. of that experience. Um, so I'd like to say I became a real expert at having my children really contribute, but not always. Mm-hmm. We, we do, everybody has kind of their responsibilities and they've changed over the years. It's always the youngest that has the job of feeding and watering the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... So some of those things have changed. So we have a very interesting circumstance in our house that's like some families and unlike others. We have Maddie, who is 23 and has special needs. So even being a sibling to Maddie, that looks a little different. So some of the contribution in our family has been partnering up with their sister, um, taking staying at home when you're a teenager and babysitting for your sister that's older than you are. Um, and that's, so, so we just make sure we acknowledge those contributions too. Sometimes it's easy for me to look, oh my goodness, I'm the only one cleaning the house, but boy, Brady just spent three hours of his day helping with his sister. So I could, Mm -hmm. um, clean the house. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. Lots of different little shifts. Uh, just like not giving the young kids credit. I think one of my biggest misses is knowing that our Maddie was created very special and differently, but maybe not allowing her as much opportunity for independence mm-hmm. as she's capable of, maybe underestimating her capabilities. Mm-hmm. So does Maddie have any responsibilities now? Um, Maddie loves to vacuum. She oh. loves vacuuming. So she, um, she's, she's our vacuum girl, and she loves to wipe counters. She's gotten really good at putting silverware away. So we just try to really mm-hmm. have her wherever we're at, and everybody's doing a, a job. Even if it's as simple as, oh, Maddie, take this paper and put it in the recycling bin. And mm-hmm. usually it takes a lot of direction, but she is the first one to cheer for herself when she mm-hmm. does something well. And she knows that. And it brings her joy when she can when she can contribute. Because we all want to want to have a place in our family and, and be able to contribute. Okay, we did have to have a little interruption because my phone rang and my mother-in-law called, but Daniel's fine. <laughs> It was totally unrelated. And he didn't even talk. <laughs> no, he's sleeping. Oh, little sweet baby. Um, but we're talking about age-appropriate chores and chores building self-confidence. I love how you were saying, if we critique or if we redo, what does that communicate to the child? Right. And I think that is something that we don't think about or it's obvious. But then if you think of it happening to yourself, if I do a job and someone comes and redoes it or critiques me the whole time, well, fine, I'm not going to do it. Or I'm going to do it really poorly because it doesn't matter. Mom's just going to redo it anyways. And your outward self, so maybe you're you're being kind of sassy about it, like whatever, you're just going to redo it. But but we have that internal dialogue that says... Not good. Yeah, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm not good enough. I... I mess I mess everything up, right? And mm-hmm. we don't that's the last thing we want to be playing in our children's minds or in our spouses. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I really have to catch myself with with Trevor because we're very different people, which is I think purposeful. Yeah. You know, we complement each other well, I believe most of the time. Mm-hmm. But we're very different and and some he's a he's a great communicator. So sometimes he'll say do you know that when you say this, even though you don't mean to be hurtful, that really communicates well, don't even mm. try, Trevor, because you're never going to do it right. And that's the last thing mm-hmm. I want my spouse to hear, whether it's my words or my actions saying. Mm-hmm. So it's all those things as parents and spouses and family members mm-hmm. that we have to be so um, conscious of. of it's so true. And really think through and, and purposeful. My husband is one where it's like, okay, people are going to come over in an hour. Can you just clean the bathroom real quick? And for me, it's just a quick wipe down of everything and and he is one who will get the toothbrush out and he takes off the faucet on the shower and soaks it and I'm like what a are you thinking from Michael it's four either. pairs of shoes in a day and the scrubbing of that it's either all or nothing besties. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we have 30 other things to do yeah. but if you would have spent an hour in the bathroom that's fine too but it's also like <laughs> He's doing it his way. I should not complain. Right. It's fine. And he's contributing. It's going to get done. And he's going to, my guess, if that's his personality that really likes to get in and do. It's done really well. Do it. Yeah. Do it, I was caught myself before I said do it right. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the the joy that he feels after he's completed that task. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got some pride in his work and, mm-hmm. and 
Yeah, it is great. I just got super excited. (laughs) I want to go see that faucet. Well, don't look now. (laughs) But let me know you're coming and I'll say, Michael, Rachel's coming in an hour. Your job is to clean the bathroom. Yep. (laughs) Spend the next 55 minutes cleaning. Get the toothbrush out. Yep. It's time. It is. Yeah. It's funny. Um, So there is a study done that I had pulled up the last time we recorded this episode that did link success rates in children for children who have done chores. Like, because it does teach, this article was saying that work ethic and that um, pitch in attitude, I believe is what they called it, of, oh, there is a job that needs to get done. If I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. And that is a really important concept. If I don't do it, um, someone else is going to do it. And that's not fair. Like, why shouldn't I be the person, you know? I remember going to the movie theaters when I was little and, you know, popcorn and um, the sodas or whatever. And the popcorn's a mess and it's all over. And mom's saying, if you don't clean it up, they have to clean it it up. Mm -hmm. And that's your mess. And that is true everywhere we go and in our house too. And teaching that to our children. Okay, yeah, you can leave your wrappers on the couch but then I have to clean it yeah. up. And why should I have to clean it up? that's your responsibility. Yes. We just had um, one of our Christmas programs on Saturday, and there was a dad who had his boys. Two of the boys weren't even in the program. They're older brothers. Um, and they stayed to the very end, helping us put away 24 tables, a bajillion chairs, and um, cleaning. And, and so my husband, really, he said, wow, thank you for, for helping. And he complimented the boys on being such great helpers. And dad said, he said, no, I'm, I'm going to raise helpers. Mm-hmm. And I think what a simple concept. But sometimes we get so busy mm-hmm. that we don't think about, oh, this little act is setting like setting an example and teaching my kiddos. Mm-hmm. It takes us what? when we're If we're leaving the movie theater, five minutes max, probably one mm-hmm. minute to pick up our popcorn that fell on the floor. Mm-hmm. That makes a huge impact on somebody. And very little... Little contribution from us, but a big Im- impact if everybody does it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And just it. that mindset of who am, who do you who do I think I am that I am above right. doing these things? Right. Like no, yeah. it, everyone has to do the dirty work. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, this article said having that attitude really benefits kids as they go into their careers mm-hmm. and people like that in the workplace. Of course, someone who's going to pitch in and do. A little bit extra. Yeah. And teams, like if you're a family of of mm-hmm. sport people. Athletes, is that what you're Sport groups. Obviously, maybe we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but even teamwork, like uh-huh. it's, it would reflect in that too, to have everybody that's not looking out for themselves, but acting as part of a community mm-hmm. and working together. Um, so we, were, we spoke a little bit about age appropriate. Mm-hmm. What... What chores do you have Mr. Daniel doing at nine months old? Well, right now, Daniel's number one responsibility is, being is to be adorable. very cute. And he does it really well. He's, he's really checking that box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought about the fact that, okay, even as a, a little one under the age of one, he could really be a contributor to the family? Like even just to set, granted, Maybe not folding laundry, maybe mm-hmm. not scrubbing the faucet, 
But even as simple as doing that hand over hand when he's done with his toys, like teaching him and starting that process of, oh, okay, you're finished with this. Let's let's put it away. Let's put your things away. Um, something so simple that doesn't have to be, again, time consuming. But when it comes time where he has that motor control, all of a sudden, okay, oh, what do we do when we're done with this? Oh, we put it mm-hmm. away. I've done that since as long as I can remember. That mom, is amazing to me. Yeah. I've not thought of that. And um, what a fun game to kind of start with right. him too. Because right now he would probably love that. Well, little kids love putting things in buckets and yes. dumping them out. So the cause and effect. Yeah. yeah. We have recently gotten a little seat that hooks up to our counter. And so he's up there when we're making food or we just made Christmas cookies the other day. And so he was playing in the flower and uh, just getting him in the action. He likes to be in the action. Sure. And allowing, okay, things might get a little messier if he is up here, but the benefits way out, oh, outweigh yeah. the the cons, I guess. Yeah. Well, and if, if you really break things down into all the things that are happening, you're getting that interaction with him. So maybe you have a ton of Christmas cookies to make um, and you don't want to be away from him because you want to uh-huh. be interacting. He's up there. He's interacting with you. He's seeing you do. You're, you're having joy in your activity. But even something as simple as touching that flower or, you know, he's getting that sensory experience. He's learning what happens when when you pick this up and drop it. So, so many learning opportunities, even mm-hmm. just in those, in those everyday tasks. That's true. And he does help me fold laundry. It's usually a, Daniel, you can hold this. And then he still knocks down like all the towels or something, but he's but so cute. Being, he gets doing away his with number it. one job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being adorable at the same time. Mm-hmm. So. It's so helpful. Well, and knocking all the towels down is he's still learning something. Yeah. Right? You push it. Um, well, and cooking with our kiddos, uh, we want them to be able to, when they're off on their own, to understand where good, healthy food comes from. And they learn that if they're at home, right? Mm-hmm. And you're talking about, okay, we go to a restaurant all the time, you get your food, but where, how, how is this prepared? And what's healthy? What, what are the things we need for our bodies? And cooking alongside your children and eventually handing over some of those reins so that they can see, okay, what's going into this dish? How do Mm -hmm. I, but then bringing in the measurement and, and all the math concepts, Mm -hmm. lots of learning experiences while contributing at the same time. Rachel, do you ever pay your children or did you for chores? So not for chores. We've gone back and forth with the allowance piece. Like, okay. Cause I think allowance is a great opportunity. Um, to learn about good stewardship and learn about managing your money. My parents kind of did that back and forth too. Like where um, sometimes we had an allowance, sometimes we didn't, but then it gives you the purpose. Like there was right before we moved to Lincoln. So our kids were 13, 10 and probably six, five or six um, before Lily was born. I I read it was probably before Pinterest. So it wasn't on Pinterest. Um, but this whole thing about you have to have containers for your kiddos because we really wanted to teach them good stewardship. And so one was for oh, giving, yeah. one was for saving, one mm-hmm. was for spending, you know. And so we're like, okay, we are doubling down. Everybody's getting an allowance. You all have these containers, you know. Oh, it lasted like a month and then it was so overwhelming. 
Yes. But I think it's still a good opportunity if you're doing an allowance to be able to talk about those things and give them the responsibility mm-hmm. of using their money wisely and learning how to budget. Um, sometimes, like this time of year especially, I will allow our kiddos, if they want to earn some money and they're not old enough, like Lily, she can't go get a job, but she's a gift giver. She loves to give gifts. So she always likes to go buy Christmas gifts. So I'll say, okay, Lily, would you like a couple extra jobs? And you can earn, like I'll set an amount to give you organize all the cabinets downstairs, you can make $5. Mm-hmm. Or if you organize the utility room, mm-hmm. maybe that one's going to be a 15. Mm-hmm. If you organize your dad's office, $383. No, just yeah, right. <laughs> Actually, so it's not her room because that's an expectation. Right. That's part of her contribution to the family. If it's a regular job that she has, that's just part of being our family and mm-hmm. part of her responsibility. But for the, some of those extra things, as a way to earn money. And if it helps me out, if it's something that would generally be something on my list, whether needful or part of my crazy obsessiveness, mm-hmm. it's helping me out. It's it, And it's also helping her out at the same time. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were little once... We had a garden in our backyard, and uh, we had peas, and Dad said, 10 cents per pea pod. And Ooh. we're like, oh, my goodness. And I think, you know, I don't know how old we were, but I think we got like 60 bucks. We collected. We were so serious about this. And Mom was like, what <laughs> happened? <laughs> what have you done? What? 10 cents? Because that adds up real quick. Especially when you're motivated. Uh-huh. Like, oh. <laughs> I would have a problem. I would eat them all. Oh, yeah. I would be the one that was broke. I would have this opportunity for this great. If you ate $60 worth of peapods, you'd have a tummy ache, I think. <laughs> I'd be headed to, headed to spend my money at the, at the ER. But yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's kind of a funny memory. We did not get paid a lot, but just for some of those specialty yeah. or. Mm-hmm. And it is an opportunity to, to model that work and then reward as well, yeah. which is important. And oh, maybe money doesn't just come out of the air. Yeah. You do have to work for it. I remember, and I might get this story a little bit wrong, but my mother-in-law saying she dreaded birthdays or Christmas because the boys, so my husband has a brother and and they're like a couple years apart. He's My husband's the oldest and um, they would always get money and then it was miserable. Because they had a little bit of money, they felt the need to spend it, but they could not decide what they were going to spend this precious money on. So they would go, oh, like back and forth, and and finally make a decision. And they had the worst buyer's remorse every oh, time shoot. they spent that money. And it just and she said, but I always thought, okay, this is going to be a nightmare as they're going. <laughs> they've mm-hmm. got this money burning a hole in their pocket, but it's going to be a learning experience because mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh. I had it. It went by so quickly. And what I what I chose to buy is not even worth it. That is a life skill yeah. right there. Like you have to learn that lesson at some point. Yes. Well, and when we were thinking about family contribution too, we kind of talked about it with, with materials versus experiences. But um, even recognizing the amount of things mm-hmm. that we have in our homes, sometimes um, one of those contributions could be, okay, everybody, it's, we're going to commit to going through our things. Are there things that we thought we had to have and we're not using and we somebody else could use it? Do we um, do we take that time to, number one, unclutter our house and get rid of some of these? And then at the same time, 
give to somebody else who could really actually utilize mm-hmm. this thing. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. I, we did that before we had the baby. I was hardcore nesting and I went through literally every Everything. inch of this house. And now I feel like it's all full of stuff again because you babies come with a lot of stuff. They do. And big stuff. Big stuff. There are little I, things that come with big stuff. Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming. I'm glad we went through everything before I filled up again. Yeah. But that's how I feel again. <laughs> like we can't bring more things in this house because yeah. that's half the battle. Well, and I think it's it's also so good for for children too. Again, looking at contributing to the family, but also, okay, how can we give to others and really recognizing that we're our blessings, what are we blessed with and, and is this necessary? And could somebody be using this that that where it could bless them and, and learning having that giving heart already from a young age and contributing and giving at the That's same time. That's a hard lesson to learn. It is. I, were you were you uh, were you okay with with releasing your things, or did you like to mm-hmm. hold on to them? Um, I want to say, oh, I'm really chill and cool to let go, but I still have all my stuffed animals from childhood. You do? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a problem. I could get rid of everything else, but you look at their adorable little eyes and tell them they have to go live somewhere else. Those are my best friends. <laughs> I can't get rid of them. I'll do it for you. No, I'm, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm no longer allowed in the Werner house. <laughs> we also have my um, dollhouse from growing up that we have at our house now, and I love it so much. It brings me so much joy. So, yes, I think it's fine to get rid of a lot of things, but, but I do things. love those special memories, nostalgia. I, I'll keep some, like, some small important things that bring memories. Um, I am a purger and I will like, I'll go through and our sweet Lily, she's a saver and she likes to collect. She's, she's the one that's going to have a closet full of stuffed animals by the time mm-hmm. she moves out. Um, and I was just cleaning the house the other day and Maddie had these papers like newsletter from the day program that she's at, that she has been dragging around the house with her everywhere she goes, leaves them everywhere. And I'm like, okay, we've had a week of this. I'm going to recycle this, mm-hmm. put it out in the recycle bin. I come in and do some other things. I walk into Maddie's room and there are the papers. And I'm like, okay, I'm relatively sure I recycled this. And I said, Lily, do you know where these papers came from? Yes, you were going to break her heart. I went and got those and gave them back to her. (laughs) I said, oh, you're a very sweet sister. Uh, Note to self, do that when Lily's gone. (laughs) Yeah, right. No. So family contribution is a hard battle to begin. Yes. I don't want to call it a battle, but it can feel it, that way. It can feel that way. Um, one of the resources that I think is so helpful, there's so many good resources on Focus on the Family that you can find, but they have chore wars. Mm-hmm. And it's a good question. They have a, a, like ideas for age-appropriate chores. Um, really talk about, okay, what, what kind of example are we setting when we're doing this? We can say, okay, we can div- divide and conquer but if you're being a Rachel from a couple of weeks ago and cranky the whole time, what kind of mm-hmm. example are you setting? How do we refocus ourselves to make sure that we're um, our internal and external dialogue is mm-hmm. positive and and life giving? <laughs> and I think it gets sour. I know for me, 
when I feel like I am carrying the entire load myself. Right. And that's why we have to do these family contributions. Yes. Because we do all live here. We are all creating the mess or we all need to be fed or we all need to have clean clothing. So we all need to work together as a team. Right. And I, I feel like it's never too late for mm-hmm. any of us to be like, okay, I have never washed bedding. I've never done this, but you know what? We can learn. We can learn a new skill mm-hmm. in the process. And moms are people too yeah, who don't have to carry the whole burden on right. their shoulders by themselves. And shouldn't. And should not. And it's really not what's best for your children either. Right. Or for yourself. Or for your marriage probably. Right. Right. Because we rob that, our spouse of having that opportunity to, to serve. Yeah. So, so a sweet story. My husband is very picky when it comes to food. He has been since before we met and probably his whole life. And throughout our marriage, he's um, really kind of, he's expanded what he eats and, and he'll even try things. So we, he has been taking it upon himself to, uh, we get a, a meal, like a, a meal prep service where it all comes and then you cook it. Um, and he has been making on the nights that he's off and that I'm working, coming home late, he's prepping the meals. And last night he even made um, a Mexican street corn pasta that had mm-hmm. peppers. He was chopping the vegetables. But he, and he's great. He's actually a wonderful cook. And But I think what a cool, he's such a skilled man anyway. But this mm-hmm. is an area that he hasn't ever had skill because he's never tried it. Mm-hmm. And to find out there's nothing he can't do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what a, all the times I haven't asked him to do that or given him the opportunity. Mm-hmm. I've kind of robbed myself of having that, that partner, but also him of learning, learning something new. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was, I also think what a cool way to like a husband or your children or yourself of, I'm really going to master making this meal yeah. or I'm going to master um, having the cleanest bathroom ever. Yeah. And it becomes a fun little game and something to take pride in. And then it's also a, yeah, activity to do that is creating and not just that consuming or right. not just making it about me or my comfort or I'm giving this as a gift. So you, and, and I'm going to ask you to tap into your brain because you had yes. just read something when we recorded last time and it was so wise and it like stuck with me and of course now but it was about I can't about, remember okay is your family in their home is it all centered around consumption or creation and I loved that like is home a place where you can just go and you are fed physically and you're consuming whatever internet or games or you know you're just sitting and receiving, or are you actively giving as well, creating, using your skills, um, cleaning even? Yeah. <laughs> and that is such a healthier way to live. That's how we're created. Right. Was to help create and to be And if giving. you have that in your mind, if you're really thinking, okay, am I consuming or am I creating? Like naturally like if you can keep that focus it's like wait a second i don't i don't want to just consume right and then it's it's a good quick mental shift for for us yeah well this podcast is going long oh (laughs) it's the clap in the middle it (laughs) is but we want to encourage you 
to take time to reset and um, allow people to contribute, allow yourself to delegate jobs, to be okay with how they're done, and to sit like Mary. Yeah. Full circle. Yeah. Nicely done. (laughs) You're a pro. This has been a Messiah Lutheran ministry production. Subscribe to Messiah Lutheran on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also find our worship services and our Sermon Extra podcast by searching Messiah Lincoln on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of our content. If you'd like to know more about Messiah Ministries, visit messiah.us. We'd love to hear from you as well, so please email us at littlethingsatmessiah.us. At